Joining us now is Rick Hawkins, played baseball, and Dutch was his coach and uh, began a lifelong uh, li- lifelong relationship, I think is fair to say, between these two men. And Rick, good morning to you, and we appreciate you being on. Well, good morning, John. Always happy to be there. Yeah, I wish it was a different topic, but uh, boy, isn't, isn't it fun to let people know who don't really know Dutch or didn't know him, to l- let them know how great a man he was. Well, you know, my first uh, introduction to Dutch, uh, I, I had a football scholarship in the Midwest at a school, and uh, I took the scholarship because I could play baseball and football at the same time and not have to go to spring practice, which would be a great deal. <laughs> right. Then we got a new football coach, and he didn't see it that way. <laughs> and, uh, he said I was going to be a football player. And um, I made the wrong decision to go to the school. Uh, it wasn't academically what I should have done. And uh, so my parents took a, and I took a uh, trip through Central Texas. They had moved to Texas the year before, and we visited SMU, TCU, and Baylor. And my first introduction to Dutch was in Petnev Hall. I mentioned to the administrator that I wanted to play baseball. He called Dutch. It was 100-plus degrees outside, and he jogged over from his office at Mars McLean Gym and uh, met with my parents and I. And you know, promised me nothing except the chance to compete. And uh, that's really what led me to uh, transfer to Baylor University in January of 1967. Wow. Isn't that great? And isn't it great how anybody we talk to, you know, has stories like that about how Dutch went the extra mile, you know, and really made them feel welcome. There's so many of those stories that are out there. Well, it was really important, John, because uh, I didn't know anybody at Baylor. And uh, and when I when I came there, I had 20 teammates that became my friends. So I got assimilated into the university. It was in a great Christian atmosphere. It was a great educational system, and um, you know it was it was one of those things where I got to play baseball. I got a great education, and um, and a lot. It, it was just that was where life really started to get great you know when my my association with Baylor and it was it was really through Dutch that uh, that uh, everything everything started and you know the the interesting part of it was you know after I graduated and left went to work um, you know I got a call from Tom Stanton and uh, you and I both know Tom sure. really well and Tom is a is a marketing master and uh, he presented a program. He knew I wanted to do something for Dutch to say thank you uh, for everything that he did for me. And so he, he proposed the Dutch Schrader Plaza, which is the corridor, as you know, between all of the athletic facilities um, that we have down by the waterfront. Right. And, um, and we, we agreed on a donation number for the Dutch Raider Plaza. And then about a month later, Tom called me back and, and said, you know, Rick, uh, if you'll double that donation, uh, you, you can be, uh, you can also be, you know, one of the founders of the new Baylor ballpark. Huh. And so, of course, I, I, I said yes to that. You know, Tom's such a energetic guy. He could, he could sell ice cubes to Eskimo. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, right. And so uh, it was an easy thing to do, and it was uh, something that was 
the right thing, Peggy and I decided it was the right thing to do to say thank you for a lot of stuff that actually just transpired after I met Dutch, came to Baylor, and got out and started working. Rick, uh, what was Dutch like as your coach? Meticulous. Hmm. Uh, he, he, he believed in doing everything the right way. There were no shortcuts. And, uh, you know, we, we had all kinds of uh, uh, situation coaching and, and, and what have you. And, and we, were, we were well prepared, uh, you know, when, when we went to uh, compete. I've read where he would uh, take out a notepad and just make notes during the game, but then right after a game, he would sit down with you guys and go over things then. It, it wouldn't be the next day before the next game or any time later than that. I mean, he'd do it right then while it was fresh on his mind. Well, it's always the right time to do it, John. Yeah. It's, um, you know, because it just happened. <laughs> and uh, so it was pretty evident to everybody how we played whether we played well or we didn't play well or, or whatever it was, and just reminding you of things you could do better and, uh, and you were expected to do better, it was, uh, it was the right time for that, uh, for that conversation. You know, I, I think one of the things that, uh, that we shared uh, with, or Peggy and I shared with Dutch and everything was the relationship in the B Association. Mm -hmm. That's where so many things started because, as you know, Dutch was the heart and soul of the B Association. And uh, there were some very tough times. You know, Baylor wasn't winning a lot athletically, and uh, keeping the B Association alive and relevant for letter winners and their families, great place to congregate, get back together and feel good about each other and so forth. But... Uh, he kept that fee association alive and well in some very tough times. And, and then we came back, and Baylor, of course, as you know, today is just an unbelievable uh, level of progress in athletics, winning in virtually every sport. And, um, and now we have, you know, we have the B association, the 9,200-square-foot state-of-the-art structure, and he was so grateful so grateful to all the people who, who worked very hard to provide that particular structure because that was a great joy for Dutch, was the B Association. And when he kept the facility alive in Floyd Casey Stadium, that new structure was just something that uh, it was hard for Dutch to believe that it really happened. It was hard for all of us to believe it really happened. Yeah. It's an amazing, amazing place. And so that just, it just solidified Everything, you know, for Dutch. He, uh, that was the happiest moments. If you saw him in the B room on a game day, as you know, he, he had energy that just was abounding. And he would go from table to table, handshake to handshake, hug to hug, whatever it was. He knew everybody, and that was his element, and, and that was his great joy. Yeah, that's very well said. That that's where I was going next was the B Association, and and how much work he did uh, to to make Letterman feel Letter winners feel welcome 
to come back to Baylor, and his memory was amazing. You know, he'd look at somebody and kind of size them up, and, and when he got the name right, he'd know the sport and the year and everything. You're right. He was very much in his element in that uh, Letterman's Lounge. I always told Coach he was like a random access disc. <laughs> That's right. I mean, whether it was I'd say something to him and he said, tell me that guy was night. 